What's going on, everybody? Before we get started with today's episode, just want to give a quick shout out to NordVPN. You can use NordVPN to browse the internet privately, safely, and securely. It allows you to unblock all sorts of things, such as streaming services in other countries. If you sign up today with the GTD Sports link, which you can find in our bio and on our website, you can save up to 70% with a money-back guarantee. So make sure to sign up with the GTD Sports link today. This is the Going the Distance podcast. Dude, I'm telling you, when I'm driving a fucking Porsche and living on a yacht, you're gonna be like, oh, I wish I got into a top guy. You had two picks on two defensive possessions in a row, and you don't win the field position battle? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? This is a fun show. <laughs> yeah, this is fun. <laughs> Hello, everybody. I'm Ryan Bennell, and alongside me is Elijah Spann, and you're listening to the Going the Distance podcast. This is episode 46. It is October 14th. It is We are live currently on Thursday, 5 p.m. Central Time. Back for another episode. If you can tell by the title, this is going to be a gambling-focused episode. We're going to be talking a lot about sports betting, giving a lot of our picks. Uh, but before we get into any of that, Make sure you guys check us out on social media. We are over at GTD underscore sports on most things. And we are at GTDsports.com on TikTok, though. And you can follow us on our personal accounts. I'm at Rybanel8, while Elijah is at ElijahSpan19. And be sure, really excited to talk about this as always, be sure to check out the GTD Sports Podcast Network over on our website where you can check out all of our kick-ass shows, including our own. And last but not least, on the same website, you can find the GTD Sports newsletter. So today we're going to be talking Thursday night football. We got a big matchup tonight. I don't know if I would call it big, but I mean, it's always big whenever Brady's in prime time. So, And then we also have some NHL talk and some theme song talk now that the NHL's back on ESPN. Going to be talking about some of the music. World Series, well, not so much the World Series. My personal World Series is happening tonight. Uh, Dodgers. Giants, we're going to be hitting that a little bit and then finishing up the episode with some tail or fade. But first things first, we're starting it off as always with a couple would you rather questions. Elijah, what do you got for me? So would you rather, let's say you have a unit on just any bet and then you sweat the entire bet and then it ends up being a push. So no, okay. no thing. Not the or worst in the world. you place the bet, still one unit. You don't watch it at all, ends up being an L. What would you rather have? I would I would much rather go for the push. I mean, a push is always better than an yeah. L in the grand scheme of things. That's but true. like emotionally, I kind of in, I mean, as a gambler myself, I enjoy that that rush of, you know, like the sweating out the bet, like, oh shit, it's really close. It's really close. So for it to end in a push, yeah, it's super anticlimactic. But I feel like you still get the whole roller coaster highs and lows without the negative side effects at the end, without like actually this losing is, money. This is true. But sometimes I've done that where I've watched an entire game, sweated my balls off. And I'm like, I did all of that, probably took, you know, a month off my life because of anxiety <laughs> that I've just went through in the past hour and a half just to not lose or win money like that. I could have just not enjoyed the game. You know, Dude, so. I, that's a good question. That's a good point. I wonder how many like months or years have been shaving off my life from uh, sweating out some sports bets. It adds up. It's at least a few. At time, but it, it adds up. Yeah, it adds hours. up. Probably a couple days. At least a couple days. I don't know. But 
All right, what I got for you, mine is still a betting theme to go along with our episode plan, but would you rather win the lottery? So I guess this is an undisclosed amount, but obviously if you win the lottery, it's going to be a shit ton of money. So would you rather win the lottery or hit a perfect 16-game NFL parlay on opening day or opening week? Ooh, I'd have to hit the 16-game, you know. Like, that's just – that's awesome. See, but, like, the lottery would probably be more money. Yeah, well, I mean, if it's, like, the $400 million lottery, obviously, yeah, that. But I don't know, though. I would still probably go with the 16-gamer. You're never going to get that. Actually, but then if you have the $400 million or so from the lottery, then you can just place endless 16-game parlays and, like, never worry about it. Well, then what's the fun of betting? That's true, actually. Yeah, no, go with – yeah, I would go with the 16-game parlay, too. That's right, the dream, so, bro. That's yeah, the dream. Yeah, that is the dream. That is the dream. That one guy got really close. Was that opening week or was that like the second week? I'm not sure. It may have been the second week, but yeah, that one guy, he was close to like 750 something thousand on the bet off like a yeah. $25 bet. And he could have cashed out. Oh, but I saw him. Um, no, actually, it, it, it was an update to it kind of recently. DraftKings, I think it was DraftKings, was where he was betting through. And so that $25 he used from a free promo bet. And since it was a promo bet, he didn't have any option to cash out. And so he like reached out to DraftKings and was like, hey, I would have cashed out at 130K. And so DraftKings like gave him the money. They gave him $136,000 because he he like said he was going to cash out. And I'm like, hey, that's honestly, that's fucking cool. Good for you, DraftKings. They actually didn't, you know, screw us over, the people. But, I mean, they're making so much money, they probably don't care. That's Oh, they're raking. It's probably even more of a promotional type thing. They're all going to be like, oh, DraftKings is so nice. Look at them. Yeah, all the big sports books are, like, in competition with each other because, like, there's no customer loyalty when it comes to the sports books right now. And so, like, they're just trying to make sure that they have the best platform so they can get that. Yeah, because there, dude, there's literally so many promos. Like, I, I, I have uh, like the Action Network. I use that for like analysis and tracking my bets and shit. And they have, I swear, every week there's a different sports book with a promo. It's like, oh, points bet, bet a hundred dollars or bet one dollar, win two hundred dollars if there's a touchdown scored in the Cowboys game. It's like, well, no shit, there's gonna be a touchdown scored. Or like, come NBA season, it'll be bet MGM. Bet $5, win $500 credit if Canelo Alvarez lands a punch. Like, duh. Yeah, I think what it is. Yeah, but you just can't cash out that money. That's why they do that. Exactly, yeah. Because they know that there's like a certain – you have to get up to a certain point where you can actually take out the money. I don't know. There's a way way that they do that. But anyway, we have a Thursday night football matchup. Uh, Bucks minus seven at Philadelphia – uh, over under is at 53, 66 of the public bets are signing with Tampa. How do you feel about that? So, I mean, I kind of assumed that the public would be siding with Tampa. It's Brady in prime time. But the thing that interests me is there's a trend. I forget the exact number or the record right now, but home underdogs in NFL primetime games, they hit at a tremendous rate. I think it's like over 65%. So, the Eagles plus seven might be the smart play, but at the same time, I really don't see it happening. 
I don't know. I, I, what do you think? Do you think the Eagles can cover? I don't think the Eagles have a chance at winning at all. So I don't. I don't think they seven have a points is a decent amount. I don't think they have a chance of winning, but I do think that they are going to cover. Tom Brady is zero and ten against the spread in his last ten primetime starts. R- that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm sure Vegas is it. loving that, bro, because he always the public always sides with Brady. Yeah. Um, so like like think about it. He didn't cover against the Cowboys opening night and he didn't cover against the Patriots on Sunday night football. So another primetime game, seven point spread. That's could be a lot of points. Eagles are feeling frisky after beating the Panthers. They have a really good um or their defense is playing better and their interior D line is what's best. And that's the best way to put pressure on Brady is to get pressure him up the middle and close the pocket. So Dude, that Panthers win was such bullshit, bro. I had Panthers minus two and a half. I was so mad. Yeah, that you got screwed by the block punt. I did, dude. Oh, yeah, the block punt, bro. Oh, special teams is crucial. But I I don't know. I'm probably going to fade, not fade uh, the spread, but I'm just going to pass. I'm not going to make a play on the spread tonight. But – the over-under, I do like more. Uh, I actually want to go with the under tonight. I think really? that, yeah, I think it's going to be one of those public siding. I need to check the numbers on where the public is on the over-under, but here, I'll do that right now. But I, I don't know. I just have a feeling it'll be a low-scoring game. My thing with the Tampa Bay, though, is like Philly's offense has shown that they could maybe put up some points. They did against You're right, yeah. the Chiefs, but so is everyone else. And then – the Tampa Bay's secondary is just really hurt still, you know, um, and Richard Sherman still hasn't been there for a very long time. So like, I just, I really don't, wouldn't want to touch it. I have a little bit of a parlay. If you want me to tell you it after you decide on this, on this total bet. it's uh so the, the public is 54%, but then like 80% of the money is on the over. So I don't know. That's tough. That's I don't know. I probably won't make a play actually tonight. I'll probably just – it's just hard not to bet on primetime football. Yeah, that's why I'm I'm in love with this prop builder that we have. Um, so right now I got Tampa Bay money line um, with Giovanni Bernard over two and a half receptions and then Jalen Hurts over one and a half touchdown passes. I and like that actually. It's at like plus 250. Oh, that's pretty good. I might have to tail that. Plus Giovanni Bernard, um, I would like it better if it was over one and a half receptions because I feel like you we'll can. get two for sure. Oh, you really? Can do one and a half. Yeah, on the okay. problem there. Oh, yeah, three. that's true. I regret doing three, but um, he had he has two in every single game except one where he had nine. Oh, shit. Yeah, against the Rams. And that was the game where Aaron Donald was pressuring Brady up the middle. This is another good, two good interior defensive lineman, so maybe they'll pressure him up the middle again. And Giovanni Bernard will get more catches. So, I like that philosophy. So hopefully, uh, yeah, I I feel decent about it. I I like Bucks money line. I just think that that's like the safest bet of the night. But it's probably what like minus four hundred, minus three hundred, or something like that, right? Um, yeah, I think so. If they're minus seven, that. probably like minus four hundred. Yeah. So that's yeah. Oh different. no, minus three hundred. Okay. Yeah, that's not worth it. Uh, but if you throw it in with those things and then you get plus odds, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think we went or talking going back to like what you said about the Eagles offense and showing capability. I am very surprised just in general at everything we've seen from the Eagles per se. Uh I took at the preseason, I took their uh 
season under of six and a half wins, and it looks like I'm probably fucked. Yeah, <laughs> based on the way they've opened up, they should be one and four. Honestly, should be zero and five, but they won two games, so yeah, I, I think, think they can squeeze out seven for sure. They can probably squeeze out seven and nine, or I guess seven and ten. God damn it, dude! I literally forget it every single time. But I, I want to see more, though, from uh, Jalen Rager. Maybe I'm just uh, you know TCU homer. Got the TCU hat and shirt on today. But I want to see Rager break out. I feel like he has the potential. He's made a few big plays here and there for them. But he isn't really like a true number two like he should be, you know? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, they, their tight ends are kind of their primary targets. But, I mean, Devontae Smith has been playing really well, so – yeah, they they don't even use him that much on gadget plays, which I'm really surprised about because they could with the speed, but they exactly. don't. Um, I'm not really sure what's going on with him, but uh, I'm looking forward to I'm looking forward to another Thursday night football, which like it's such like a shitty game always, but I will never not watch it. Oh yeah, exactly. Did you um did you see speaking of Rager his uh, DM exchange? I don't know if we've talked about this before. He had like that DM exchange with a fan on Instagram. I don't know if it was fake or not. So this dude messaged him. It was like, hey, Jalen, I need 13 points from you in fantasy tonight to win. And then he didn't score 13. And so the dude messaged him and was like, bro, come on, you suck. Like that's all he said. And then Jalen Rager like responds like, bro, shut the fuck up, you bum ass. Like come come meet me here or something. And like we'll talk in person, yada, yada. Like it was just getting so heated over – like one message and you just look like such an asshole it's like bro i'm sure i'm sure they get football players get all kinds of dms oh 100 yeah especially like drunk dudes on monday night football or something they're like come on brady i need two more points like yeah yeah i have a friend i have a friend that anytime she gets drunk she dms random celebrities on instagram so I feel like there's got to be dudes out there that gets drunk and just DMs random athletes on Instagram. Especially for his fantasy team. 100%, yeah. I've seen hella videos of like DMing like hype speeches to his whole fantasy team. And stuff oh, like yeah. I just saw that recently. He had like a group chat of his team and was like, all right, boys, like here's a breakdown for this week. Like, yeah. And stuff like that. Yeah. That's pretty funny. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then so NHL is back. Have you watched any hockey since – I have not been able to. I've tried to follow along here. Wait, I'll pull up the I'll pull up the scores because I know the Tampa Lightning got upset on opening day. Really? Yeah, I've, six to two against the Penguins. I placed a bet yesterday. I didn't get to watch it though because my cousin invited me rock climbing at a rock climbing gym, and I wasn't going to pass that up. Uh, but I haven't been one of those hit, in a while. The bet hit, which was cool. What was it? Uh, it was um. The Jake Campbell, the goalie for the Toronto Maple Leafs, to have at t- over 26 and a half saves, and he ended up having like 32. God I damn. almost bet him to have 31, which would have doubled my money, but I took that at even odds at 26 and a half and a hit. It was 20 bucks. Was it on the prop builder? Yes, dude. Dude, having too much fun with this prop builder, bro. Well, I figured out I figured out the key is because before I would always lose money on it because I would always try to do like four or five bets at a time like four or five legs mm-hmm. and now i've just been doing two leggers two like le- dude i did have a lot i had way too much fun with the the prop builder during the nba season and mm-hmm. i probably will do the same thing like same game parlays for stats it's so much fun 
Like mm-hmm. I, it's so much fun watching. Like you just need one more rebound or something. You're like, bro, get the fucking ball. Like, especially when you don't know what to place for the game, like with the spread or whatever. You're just like, okay, I could just put like, because that's what I did on Monday Night Football, and I made fifty bucks because I was like, hmm, I like Colts plus seven and a half, which I should have placed. Um, but I was like, uh, I'm not. Gonna I like do that it. too. I should have done it too. I should have done it. Um, but instead, I did like I put like thirty bucks on. Uh, Jonathan Taylor having more rushing yards than Latavius Murray. And then I did a little two-legger on Carson Wentz to have at least 233 passing yards and then over one and a half touchdown passes, which easily hit. And I was like, damn, I should have made it juicier. But I've, I've, if you just don't get greedy, it, it, can, it can work for you. No, yeah. I remember my first time like discovering the Prop Builder. For anybody that doesn't know what we're talking about, Prop Builder is basically – on our sports book where you can just like put together a whole bunch of player props and everything, parlay them together way more than the average sports book. It's like a special places running yards. Yeah. Receiving receptions. I mean, FanDuel, like all the legal sports books have it. Yeah. Wait, but yeah, you're right. (laughs) Well, quote unquote. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. No, I mean, it's, it's uh, we're chilling. Gotta do something, bro. I mean, Bavada's legal in Texas. That's what we're using, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but anyway, as you were saying, talking about it, you can get lost in it. Because the first time I discovered oh, yeah. it, too, it was like I mean, finding an oasis in a desert. It was like, oh. Yeah. Because so that was options. our thing. We would always complain and be like, dude, like, why can't we make those cool parlays that you see on FanDuel where people put like $10 and make like 800 Exactly. Um, that's that's how you do it it's through that prop builder. And like the first time I did it, I think I made like an eight legger for one week on NFL. And I was like, this was just dumb. Like, why did I do it? But gotten because more because it's fun, bro. It you fun. never know. You get I get lost in it too. Like sometimes I'm like, I like that, I like that, I like that. And I'm like, yep, let's all do a parlay. I don't have like 13 things, and I'm like, oh yeah. shit. Like and I look after I place the money, I'm like, why did I do this? Like this is <laughs> this is not gonna hit. Like <laughs> But if it does hit, though, imagine. I've seen, actually, um, it's become like a recent trend. I've seen a few times on TikTok where uh, people that hit like a massive parlay, this one dude hit a $10 parlay for $4,000, and he literally framed it. Like the screenshot of the bet slip, he framed it and hung it on his wall. And the comments were like, normalize framing your big wins. And I was like, honestly, dude, that would be, you know, in the future – when I have a man cave and everything, I'm going to put, just have a wall of my big, my big wins, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. That would be amazing. That'd be pretty sick. Like that a would. wall of fame. I had never thought about that. Yeah. Like a wall of fame. Exactly. That would be sick. That'd I think be that'd sick. be cool. Um, but NHL is back. I definitely recommend for people that don't really know what they're doing to just go with the saves bets because I know like, just some from playing NHL, the video game, be like, okay, this is like the average amount of saves. So I've hit one. I already have another one tonight on the stars. And I also have a unit on the stars tonight against the Rangers who looked terrible last night, apparently. And so, yeah, I was uh, plus one fifteen for the stars. I was hoping to make some NHL plays. I don't think I'll be able to, uh, I'll, I, there are a few games after six. I'll be able to get in on those. What I always do, bro. Anytime the Vegas Knights the avalanche and the lightning are playing on the same night 
throw him in a parlay. That shit's gonna hit like nine times out of ten, bro. <laughs> really? That's smart. That's dude, because they I mean, especially the the Knights and the Avalanche, like they were so dominant last year. They hardly mm-hmm. ever the only times they really lost were games where they could have lost. Like they didn't lose fluke upsets and stuff. So right. I really liked doing a lot of money line parlays with them. But it's a big year for NHL too because now they're back on ESPN. Yes, and sir. We talked about it a little bit on Love It or Loathe It, but their uh, their theme song is sick, and I just want to play like ten seconds of it real quick. Yeah, no copyright. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty it's, damn good. It's fucking beautiful, dude. It's beautiful. I had no idea. I saw a vi- uh, ESPN made a video of it, which I sent to you about yeah. like the it's showing it to old players because NHL hasn't been on ESPN for like seventeen years. So this it's been this a while, yeah. Theme song has been dormant, and uh, uh, they were showing it to a bunch of old players, and they're like, "Yeah, man, this brings back so many memories." And they're showing it to like a couple of young guys, and they're like, "Is this Sunday Night Football?" Like, what is <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. But it's it's badass and it made me think of like um, like what are some of your favorite NFL or um, sports theme songs? Not not college because we would be here for hours, but just some of the uh, good on TV stations. It it's tough because there's literally honestly every like station every sport that has a theme song introduction like that. Honestly, all of them are fire. They're all really good. Like, I don't think I can think of one where I'm like, Oh, they need to change this. It's so bad. But if I had to go with like a top three, there's no order on this because it's really hard for me to decide, but I'm going to go with NBA on TNT. So I'm going to play a snippet too, just a little snippet. Cause you know, I don't want to get sued. Wait. Where? There we go. Yep. All right, so that's the top three, and then another one would have to be. I love the. I love all the CBS theme songs, honestly. So CBS has two out of my top three spots, but. I'm going with uh, the NFL CBS theme song and the college football. So first up is the NFL. Bro, this is just classic. Yo! That shit hits so hard, bro. It slaps. All right, and then last, this one actually might be my number one. It's hard to decide, though, because this one, I'm just a big college football fan, so, like, Growing up, I would literally spend all day Saturday watching college football. And this is. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. College football CBS, baby. That's hard to be. I have. Yeah, right. that's going to be. So that's definitely my number three. That's um, your three. It's in your top it's... three. Yeah, it was hard to leave out CBS on NFL. But my number two is NFL and Fox. Which that's an ad. Um, <laughs> Which that's an ad. But it's definitely my favorite. Yo. Oh man, growing up, I mean, like 
most of the time I would always watch the um, NFL on Fox pregame show. So that like Terry, Howie and the boys. Yeah. Like white waking up to them for years for, you know, literally 15 years and hearing that at 1155, 1158. And then hearing it right before the Cowboys games at three o'clock, like takes me back. But it was tough to pick between yeah, that one and the CBS, dude. The NFL yeah. ones are so they're just so iconic. I think you might be choosing CBS because CBS is where more AFC games are, and that's no, yeah, you're right. That's what I'm more familiar with. Yeah, yeah, and I'm more of more of a Fox guy because I watch more NFC. Um, But then number one, like you know, you know what it has to be, right? What is it? Yeah, it's it's iconic. Like nothing ever be <laughs> like seeing like the star quarterback running out of the sideline, going into the huddle while that song is playing. In and out of commercial breaks, the best games that we grew up watching on Sunday Night Football, which is hosted by NBA, been the theme song since two thousand six. So basically, our entire lives, cognizantly watching football. Um, it's making me nostalgic, bro. I'm getting goosebumps, man. I know, dude. Just everything about that theme is just, it's the best. It's the, you've spent seven hours of commercial free football and then it's the one game. It's prime time. That's the theme song you heard for Brady versus Belichick for Cowboys versus Giants 800 times a year. I mean, every great moment, you know, Colts versus Patriots, every great rivalry is defined by that theme song. I can't argue. I mean, it's it's iconic. It's so hard yeah. choosing. Like all of them, I love yeah. all of them. Right? Like, but it They're is it's tough. Because I mean, another one too that I thought about putting in the top three was uh, the ESPN college basketball, the college hoops. Because mm-hmm. you know that theme song, especially during March Madness time, like they're hyping up the March Madness games and stuff. Hearing that theme song, oh, dude, it's can't beat it. Can't beat it. Yeah, yeah. Huge um, respect. They, I feel like they need to give like. The composers and like whoever writes those more credit and stuff because in that video you sent me if y'all haven't seen this video y'all should check it out i don't yeah, know just, what do you know what the title is um just look up espn on nhl theme song returns and then it's like a six minute video just okay yeah on that one but you, you, y'all should watch it because they talk about like you know the composer of the theme song and yeah, like how and he it, came to make it and everything it's really cool but uh, yeah, man, I, or like the ESPN on college football one, the new one that they've had since they've done the college football playoff is pretty good. In past years, it's been pretty iconic, yeah. going in and out of commercial break. But like they all slap too. Is the the, exactly, dude. They all they're slap. All, they're undefeated. But I mean, if we had to give the top three, that would be mine. Oh, wait. What was the – bro, I got to pull this up now. Um, NCAA 14 theme music. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, you're about to unlock a memory. It's, it's locked up. You'll hear this, bro. Yep. Yeah. Wait. Yep. Yeah, I I don't yeah. think that was ever used for anything other than the game, but I don't know why I just thought about that. That's just as iconic. And then you have like 
Monday night football. Are you ready for some football? And then Oakland Sunday night, Carrie. Well, who is it? Carrie Underwood, Carrie right? Underwood. I fucking yeah. hate that one, though. I don't like it's it. Sunday night! Hey, Jack, it's a fact. No, I don't like that one. Oh, another one, actually, I used to love was um, College Game Day. You know, the show with, like, Lee Corso, Kirk Herbstreet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their theme song, it was like the, yeah, we're coming to your city. <laughs> and it had, like... A bunch of highlights of football, like just big hits and everything. Like, and you want to get the bag with the bag, bag. I don't know what the words were, but I don't know. If, if we're going that deep, we got to throw in the intro to Space Jam. <laughs> okay. OG, OG Everybody get up. If we're just going full on sports montages, that's probably like number one. Oh, yeah. I mean, that that goes like beyond just the movie even. Like that song was just iconic in general. Yeah, but nah, that's a man. Shout out to yeah, composers for just yeah. bringing us great sports music to mm-hmm. go along. Like they don't miss. They do not miss exactly. They don't miss. I'm they sure the ones that miss just don't make the air. That's true. That's true. But I mean, yeah, in the general, ones, baseball ones are good. Which baseball is going to be on tonight? Yeah, we have matchup of the year right now, Game Five. Which sucks that it's only coming down to Game Five. It's just. Sad that this is in a seven-game series. L.A. versus San Francisco. Um, who do you got? So I at, we made our World Series and you know whole playoff predictions a couple episodes ago. I was very wrong um, on the AL side. I had the White Sox going to the World Series, but they got absolutely smoked by the Strohs, who are in their fifth straight CS series, which is just crazy. And tonight. I'm going to ride with my pick out of the NL for the World Series. I have the Giants going all the way. I think this is its going to be huge. They got Webb on the mound, their ace. You know, He got a win in game one and looked really, really good doing so. And also the Dodgers just scratched out uh, Urias as their starter for – I don't even i don't even know how to say this. Neville? Kniebel. Kniebel, yeah. Kniebel, who is probably like the Dodgers' fourth guy. So he's there, he's a reliever, so they're using him as an opener for one inning, and I think that they're gonna bring in Urias after one inning. But do you know why that is? That seems weird to me. It's a it's an analytics thing. The Rays started doing it a couple of years ago. Um, if you bring in kind of similar to a closer, they're doing an opener, just one inning, and it I don't really know, just to go usually to go against the best batters against the order, so the starting pitcher doesn't have to face him for a third time or more times than he has to. And then also mm. like he can go deeper into the game, I guess, theoretically it's, it's all analytics shit. It's baseball nerd shit. Like old heads hate it. Um, traditionalists hate it. And that's why I hate everything. I know it's true. I know why. I mean, I know the Dodgers were my pick to go to the world series and win the world series, but I have money on the giants tonight because the baseball gods are going to come down upon the Dodgers for pulling this bullshit. And also, too, I like to play both sides, so that way I'm always on top. That's true. You know, you're either going to win money or you're going to look good for your predictions. Yeah, I, uh, I've i actually played right now, surprisingly, even though this is at game five, the series is tied two and two. I have only bet on two of the games, and both times I hit Giants' money line when they were underdogs. So that's pretty nice. So I'm riding with them again, though, because I really, really do think they're going to come out of this game. I mean, just 
it's so hard though. I was looking at you know their their lineups and I was like, oh man, dude, that San Francisco hitting lineup is nasty. You got Chris Bryant, Buster Posey, Brennan Crawford, Longoria, but then you know, you look at the Dodgers, and that's like an MLB Diamond Dynasty lineup, dude. It doesn't even make sense, bro. Trey Turner, Corey Seager, Will Smith, Justin Turner, Bellinger. Like, literally everybody on the lineup is, like, dangerous, you know? And you didn't even mention Mookie Betts, who's their best Exactly, player. dude. Exactly. Yeah, he's their leadoff. Yeah. So, um, it's going to be wild. We'll see. Dude, yeah, uh, this is going to be such a hype game. It's at uh, it's at the Giants, so not mm-hmm. at Dodger Stadium, which is nice because mm-hmm. fuck the Dodger fan base. But it's nice that the Giants get the, the home field advantage as well because it is surprisingly a, a larger factor than I thought it would have been. Yeah, um, I went in. I was talking to my buddy today, and he wanted to go in with this bet on me. And I was like, okay, cool, because his bookie is like – not respond or just out of commission right now and i originally wanted to take the dodgers and then he talked me into the giants and i eventually said okay he's like okay cool because i uh i definitely didn't want to root for the dodgers because he's from la and he hates dodger fans yeah i mean i think it's the majority of the united states hates dodgers fans yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah but Um, what what is the other part of your bet i have the over Okay, I have the over. I like the over a lot, actually. Um, I don't know. I, I like the under a lot. You like the under. I See do it. under seven. I think it's going to be like a two-one ball game type thing. I just feel like that the bats are going to be alive because it's winter go home. You're right. You're right. But I, I mean, on the you know Uno reverse card, the pitchers could be alive. You know, I mean, Webb last time out, he gave up. What was it? He gave up zero, I'm pretty sure, in his last start. Let me see. I don't know. But uh yeah, they won four zero that game that Webb started, sure. game one. Well, yeah, it's I, been back and forth though. It was, you know, every time the Giants win, it's been low scoring, but when the Dodgers win, it's the opposite. So it's been four oh Giants, nine to two Dodgers, one to zero Giants, and then seven to two Dodgers. All right, so this is going to break the chain. So it, okay. Big win. That's All right. That's what my brain's going to tell me. Uh, I don't All know. Right, we'll see. Gonna... This is going to be an electric game, though. It's, yeah, it's, I think be... this, as I said it in the preview of the episode, I think this is whoever wins this game is going to go on to win the World Series. Unless the Astros pull off some bullshit because they always are really good in the postseason. But it would just be – I would be so pained to watch that. I'm not going to lie. I definitely looked at the odds for World Series winners to see if maybe I could put a little action on the Astros, but they're actually at even. Uh, really? Yeah, they're at plus 100. And I was like, what, what, do you know what the Giants are at right now? The Giants and Dodgers are both at plus 200, and I think that's because they have to beat each other. Dude, that's so nice because I got them at like plus 2,000, bro. Love to see it. Damn. Love to see it. It's going to be a nice payday. That'll be, uh, be one for the Wall of Fame. If you, it would be one for the Wall. It would be my first like real future bet hit because I honestly have never really done future bets until this year. Yeah, they're just they're tough. They are tough, dude. They're tough. They're tough. Yeah, but we got. I have a lot of them uh, for like NFL and college football this year. Mm-hmm. So it, there may be another few, but yeah, this one would definitely be one for the Wall of Fame. It starts tonight, though. 
need the Giants to come out with the win. I'm trusting in Webb on the mound. I feel like he's going to put on a show. I just hope it happens. Yeah, it's it's must-watch TV. But um, I think now it's time for our favorite segment. Indeed. Taylor Fade. Ryan, you have simmered down after a blistering hot start. You were at 22 and 8 at one point, and now you're at 29 and 21 through the first five weeks of the season. It happens. It happens. It's still positive, you know? Still positive. We're still – now we're both both positive. Yeah. I started out at 6 and 14, and I've climbed my way back up to 26 and 23 and 1. So I'm only three games behind. Got to keep that streak alive. Got to keep that alive. Keep it alive. Uh, what's, what are your picks? Dude, I was thinking too, with love it or low that we may have to, uh, now that, you know, NHL's back, NBA's coming back soon. We may have to incorporate and just make the segment bigger with more picks. I don't know. I was thinking, yeah, like maybe it's hard though, because like we do, we have the Thursday show and then we just have our picks for the weekend. So maybe that's I true. That's why do, football's so easy. Yeah. Maybe we could do NHL slash NBA. For a little bit, yeah, maybe I don't or know, or just maybe. other like football and other. It's true. We yeah, that would work. Ten yeah. of other. Yeah, that works. Something like that. We'll figure it out. Stay tuned. But for now, we're sticking with football because you know it just makes sense. Games are coming up this weekend. So, college football, NFL. Let's start with college football. I am very nervous to do this, but I'm I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna take Kentucky plus twenty one and a half. At Georgia, who has just been absolutely tearing through everybody. But the reason I like Kentucky is because they currently have a top five ranked defense nationally. And Georgia has not faced a top 20 defense yet. So that uh, that might slow down their offense. I think Georgia wins this game by at least one or two possessions. But 21 points is a lot of points to work with. So... The Wildcats are also 6-0. They deserve some respect. But then again, you know, that's what I said about Arkansas. I'm going to fade. Oh, no, bro. No, you got to believe in the Wildcats, bro. I'm sorry. I I don't. Um, I was right there with you on the Arkansas bet, or I guess we were both high on Arkansas. And Georgia showed the world just how good they were. And they covered the the 18-point spread against uh, Auburn as well. Yeah. Uh, nah, sorry, 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 Wildcats. All right, whatever, we'll see, we'll see. I'm rooting for all hell that the Wildcats pull off some crazy upset, that would be amazing. But anyway, next up, Alabama coming off that huge upset loss against uh AM. I feel bad for anybody that is in their path in the next few weeks, they're going to feel the wrath of Nick's wrath of Nick Saban. So for that reason, I'm taking Alabama first quarter minus three and a half at Mississippi State. They're going to come off to a hard start like they normally do. They're going to be pissed off from that loss to Jimbo, and they're going to want to get the job done on the road. Yeah, I'm going to tell. That seems like an easy bet. They're going to come out blistering hot and pissed off, just like you said. So that's yeah. a that's a, that's a fast tail. I'm thinking about taking Bama first quarter, first half, and full game spread. Like, I really think they're just going to come out and put it down their throat after can that you, loss. Can you do that in a parlay? I don't know. I don't. That's tough. I don't know if we can on our book too, because mm. like same game and everything, yeah, it may yeah. conflict. 
I don't know. I'll, I'll look into it. That would be interesting. But all right. Next up, I'm going Big 12 play. Kansas State at home plus six and a half versus Iowa State. The Cyclones came into the preseason with a lot of expectations. Brock Purdy, Brees Hall. I think Brees Hall is really the only star of that team. I mean, he's literally the only highlight they have going. Uh, Brock Purdy went from two years ago being a Heisman contender to now he's throwing like over two interceptions a game on average. I could be wrong about that, but at least it seems like that. So give me Kansas State at home as the underdogs. Yeah, I'm going to tail on this one too. Um, kind of a Big 12 rivalry. This this could just be a close game. So Yeah, I think even if Iowa State wins, it'll be closer than uh, than a touchdown. Mm. All righty. Now I just kind of shit-talked uh, – or not shit-talked, but talked about the A&M-Bama game. But now I'm going to kind of shit on the Aggies. After that crazy upset – Everybody's going to be high on AM. They're eight and a half point favorites on the road at Mizzou. So, for that reason, I'm going to fade the public and I'm taking Mizzou plus eight and a half. The Aggies are still on their backup quarterback. We can't forget that. He played the game of his life, but before that Bama game, he looked like dog shit. So, I don't know if Jimbo and the boys have figured it out, but I, I, eight and a half points is a lot to work with. So, give me Mizzou. I like where your head's at, but I am going to fade. Interesting. All right. I am going to fade. I just think that uh, – A&M is the better team, yes, though. No. A&M is definitely the better team. Mizzou, honestly, just isn't all that great. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna have to roll with the Aggies, even with the points. All right. And then for my last college football pick, I'm going with – this is kind of unpopular. Texas Tech at Kansas under 68 my reasoning behind this is because I had a couple overs in Kansas games this year, such as the Baylor, but then Kansas came out and was just completely incompetent and could not get a first down to save their life. Uh, so even if Texas Tech puts up 50 points, Kansas will probably put up 10. And, you know, that the under will hit. Yeah, I'm going to have to tell you on this one too. I want to. Uh, I want to I wanna fade but I just, I'm going to have to tail just because these two teams are just very bad. Even but, yeah. Their defenses are definitely the worst part of this game. Kansas is an absolute nightmare, and can we really trust Texas Tech to put up 60? Yeah, especially this year. They're kind of in a new offensive system too, not like the true air raid that we're used to. But, of course, they're still a, a run-and-gun type team offensive first. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. But, all right, let's hear your college football picks. Okay, first up, I got Michigan State minus four and a half at Indiana. I love this one. Almost put it on my card. I'm going to tail it as well. Sparty, even though I am questionable about their top 10 ranking, I think they're kind of a weak top 10 team. They have proved their worth so far uh, up to this point. Meanwhile, Indiana has just been vastly underachieving with their, you know, they had such high hopes with their duo of Michael Penix Jr. and Fry Fogel. They're supposed to be one of the best, but they, they don't look good. They've been, yeah, massively disappointing this season. They were undefeated against the spread last year and have definitely not been that this year. Yeah. They're what, two? I think they're two and three right now. Um, yeah, I, I like Michigan State a lot in this one. And then too. next up, I got Syracuse plus 13 and a half versus Clemson at home. At home in the Carrier Dome, 
Shit. You know, Syracuse always plays Clemson tough, too. It's playing tough, exactly. For some reason. And they have been overachieving this year. Sean Tucker, their running back, is like a legitimate Heisman contender, which is bonkers coming from a bottom-tier ACC team. He's been putting up ridiculous numbers. Uh, Clemson hasn't looked good. They've fallen out of the top 25. So, yeah, I'm going to tail. I'm going to tail that. I think I would like to buy that to 14 if I could. You know, mm. buy half a point to plus 14. Yeah. But either way, I would still tail. Uh, next up, I got o- Oklahoma State plus four at Texas. This is a tough one. This is really yeah. tough. Um, number 12, Oklahoma State, who has a new and improved defense. And then the UT team, who probably should have won at the Red River rivalry. <laughs> they they blew that three. game so hard. They blew it really hard. But it's at um, UT. All right, I'm I'm actually gonna fade that. I think Texas yeah. wins that game. Um, I think Oklahoma State. You're right; their defense looks amazing. They're they've become a defensive team, kind of, which is really weird to say. But I don't know. I think at home too, Daryl K. Royal Stadium. It's a tough tough place to play. They're gonna want to get a win after a loss. And I also think Oklahoma State's kind of a weak number twelve. I I, I do think they should be top twenty five, but number twelve. So I'm going to fade that. All right. Next up, I got UNC minus seven and a half versus Miami at home. Bro, I, tail. I don't even I don't even care about the semantics, the stats, nothing. Miami fucking sucks, okay? They're yep. so bad against the spread this year. They have just underachieved week after week. Yeah, give me UNC. Bet. Um, and then last up, I got UCLA plus one and a half at Washington. That's tough. Ooh, that's really tough because I would have honestly expected UCLA to be favored in that game. So that makes me nervous. Mm. I also already have three tails. Fuck it. Now I'm going to tail. I think UCLA, they just lost last week to Arizona State uh, pretty embarrassingly at home. So they're going to want to come out and get a win. Yeah. Give me, yeah. I like that. It's hard to think about sometimes. All right. Let's hit the NFL. All right, my first pick, I got the Jacksonville Jaguars plus three at home against the Dolphins. I think this is finally going to be the week that Trevor Lawrence gets to, gets his first win. I was tempted to take the money line, but when you're given a three-point cushion, you take it. Um, I'm going to fade uh, to his back this week, so hopefully the Dolphins will look a little bit better, even though they have looked terrible. Um, and I, I think that the Jags are just going to take L's until further notice. All right. Yeah, I can't. I mean, it is the Jags. I'm kind of nervous about that, but I just I, have a feeling they're going to get their win. I do like the under in that game, though, at 47. 47 under? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like that, too. Yeah. All right. Next up, another underdog. I'm taking the Houston Texans plus 10 at the Indianapolis Colts. The Texans have been far achieving uh, against the spread this year. I think they have a 4-1 and record against the spread. Could be wrong on that. But still, either way, 10 points is a lot of points in the NFL. Colts are really not that great. They looked better last week, but still give me the Texans. Yeah, I'm going to tail on this one. Um, I agree with what you said. They've been sneaky against the spread a couple times, like especially last week against the Pats. And if you really want to think about it, the Colts and the Pats are kind of in that same tier of teams right now. Yeah. Um, so – 
Yeah, plus 10. Yeah, give me the Texans. Uh, Texans are three and two against the spread, not four and one. My bad, but yeah. still, still a positive record. So, all right, next up, I'm going. This one's kind of an unpopular pick, a little bit of a fade the public type pick, but I'm going Cowboys at Patriots under 50.5. I think Bill Belichick's defense is finally going to be one of the one of the few to shut down Dak and the boys. Even though I think the Cowboys win this game, I do think the Cowboys win this game. Cowboys have been perfect against the spread this year. That's annoyingly true. Uh, and I've <laughs> placed zero bets on them. So, it, dude, it's hard to bet on your favorite team. Like, I don't bet on the Bengals ever, unless yeah. it's over under. I do the over under. I'll do the overs every once in a while. This is hard, man. I don't know if I'm gonna, especially because it's in Foxborough, bro. I don't know. Yeah, that changes it up a bit. Fuck it. I'm gonna fade. Okay, all right. Fuck it. All right, this one is uh, this pick comes down to strictly because John Gruden, the whole situation, everything. The Raiders are in shambles right now, and also it's Teddy covers. So give me the Broncos minus three and a half at home against the Raiders. Yeah, this is a hardcore tale for me. Um, yeah, for every bit of reason, like you said, this is the defeated football team right now. They have no idea this Gruden has built this roster for the past couple of years and I'm just not sure anybody else knows what to do with those. And plus they just lost to the bears. Like they did. pretty, pretty handily too. I should have placed money on the bears. Cause I actually had a, the bears as one of my picks, but I didn't put money on it. Cause I just forgot. <laughs> I hate that dude. I hate whenever I like, sometimes I'll forget or I won't place it in time. I'll fall asleep and then wake up and it, it hits, and I'm like, God damn it, dude. Yeah, I like, son it. of a bitch. Yeah, and then I'll just place more to make up for it and then end up losing all those. Yeah, or, <laughs> I mean, but for every, one, for every one that you place and hits, there's more that you don't place and That's true. doesn't yeah. hit. So. That's true. All right, and then to round out my NFL picks, I'm going with Seahawks at Steelers over 43. The Steelers have uh, finally shown some sort of offensive competency in their last couple weeks, and the Seahawks – their defense is not good. They always kind of have high-scoring games. I was surprised to see this total so low. So give me the over. Pretty confidently. Primetime prime games have been hammering the over consistently like crazy. I'm pretty sure there's only one primetime game that didn't hit the over, and that was um, Texans-Panthers Thursday Night Football. Yeah, which is – that's a shit fest. Yeah, that like almost shouldn't even count. But so, yeah, for that reason, I'm going to tail. All right. All right. First up for me, I got Packers, Bears, over 44, low total. Bears defense isn't what it used to be. Rodgers. 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 All right. Yeah, I'm going to tail. You got me with that last little Rodgers. Um, Chargers plus two and a half at Ravens. This one, I, I was really perplexed with this one. I don't know what to think of this because I would have thought the Chargers would be favorited, but maybe it's because they're on the road. I don't know. Lamar's been fucking killing it, but so is Justin Herbert. I'm going to I'm gonna fade just because I'm scared of the line. I think the Ravens should be underdogs in this, but Vegas knows best. Yeah, after I wrote it down, I realized that the reason why the line is what it is is because uh, Chargers or no West Coast teams typically do worst on the East Coast, especially in that noon slate. Oh so, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. 
So I was like, oh, fuck. That'd be a <laughs> 10 a.m. game for them. But I already wrote it in and uh, didn't feel like changing it. So <laughs> now you're riding with it. Yeah, I'm riding with it. All right, next up, I got the football team plus seven versus the Chiefs. Ooh, that's tough. They're at home, tough too. Mm-hmm. That is a really tough one. Bro, the NFL, I swear, the NFL is just way harder with the spreads than college football, I feel like. I feel more I feel more confident in my NFL bets, but I do better in college. I'm going to I'm going to fade that one. I don't know why. I feel like the okay. Chiefs are going to I don't know. This is their opportunity to kind of come out and make a statement and say, "Hey, we're still we're still the Chiefs." Um I got Browns minus three against the Cardinals. I think the Browns are a really good football team. They're at home, um, and the Chargers have got to come down to earth at some point. Yep, you. this one, I was going to add it to my card, but I saw you already had it on yours. I'm going to tail. I think exact same reason. they got to come down to earth at some point. Uh, on the road at the Browns. So, yeah, I like that. And then tail. last up, I got Bengals minus three and a half at the Lions. I was also going to pick this one, even though I don't like betting on my team. I'm probably not going to actually make a play on it in real life, but I do think the Bengals cover the spread. If the Bengals don't win this game, I will be a very sad Bengals fan. Uh, this is a must-win game for us. I know we've been hype on Dan Campbell and the Lions, but not against my boys. They can win next week, but not this weekend. Yeah, I just I, I, I agree. I think the Bengals are uh, much improved this year. And uh, they're going to come out and just Dude, Lions just aren't going to have a chance. The Bengals are number 10 in the power rankings right now. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's a little surprising. I, I'm i kind of surprised, too. I would have put us around like 17, 18 probably right now. But, hey, I'll take it. I'll take it. All right. Well, that is going to be it for today's episode. Got a great game tonight, Thursday Night Football. We're at a, a beautiful intersection of sports right now. NBA preseason. Hockey just came back. MLBs in the playoffs, college football, NFL is in the thick of it. It's it's a great time to be a sports fan. Uh, so make sure you guys follow along with us. We'll be covering it all as always, twice a week. Um, and yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Lies, anything to add? Yeah, I want to say hopefully that there's a day where every single get every single um, sport plays on the same day at some point in the near future because I will definitely be making a four league parlay. Oh, dude. We'll be posting it to Twitter. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. Alrighty. We'll see you guys back here. We'll be live again on Tuesday at 8 p.m. And if not, we'll have these uploaded as always to Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So see y'all then. Thanks for listening.